welcome to Pen Pals, the improvised celebration of letter writing. Um, we've got a great episode today with a couple of amazing improvisers, but first, a bit from the history of letter writing. This letter was written to the Times newspaper in 1932, and I've chosen it to show that people have always liked to complain about the way that times change. And this letter is about whether or not it's appropriate for men to show their chest while swimming. And the letter says, is the male chest decent or not? It might, might be described as indecent. That is unsuitable in a church or a court of law, but it is not considered indecent in a boxing ring where delicately nurtured ladies gaze upon it without surprise, shock, or so far as we know, moral injury. It is not in, considered indecent to go on stage in ballet or at the Royal Academy in sculpture. No sculptor or painter, I believe, has ever thought it necessary to hang one of those careless blue scraps across the manly torso. And it is difficult to see why it should be considered indecent on the beach or in the bath. But by certain authorities, it is. Why? That letter goes on to ask more questions about um, whether it's appropriate for things. And I just like, I think it, letters give us a history of what has been decent or indecent throughout history and what people like to moan about. Um, and that's great. Um, now on with the episode. <laughs> um, I've got two great improvisers with us today to do some improvising. Um, please welcome Emma Bird and Michelle Gilliam. Hello, guys. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Michelle, can I start with you? Um, can you just tell me a bit about yourself and um, where you're from and where you'd normally improvise? Uh, sure. So I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is actually my hometown. Um, I normally, there's a couple of theaters here and I also um, have produced a lot of my own shows in the last few years. Uh, but I started doing improv almost 25 years ago when I was a baby. Um, <laughs> uh, when I was uh, 15 years old, um, I started doing improv and um, I've actually been all over uh done it in chicago when i was in college and boston when i was there grand opening a company a branch of my old company um you know festivals all over the country new york um iowa <laughs> but yeah this is where i improvise yeah wonderful and emma can you tell us a bit about yourself and where you're based uh, yeah, so I'm in Liverpool uh, in the UK, my hometown, and um, yeah, it's um, I, I perform and teach um, yeah out of Liverpool. Um, obviously, when we can move about the country and the world a little bit more, then um, I'm hoping to yeah do some a lot more in person improv nationally and maybe internationally. Who knows? I'll come and see you, Michelle. Yes, please. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people who created links during um, the lockdown period and um, everyone can't wait to actually improvise with these new people in person. Um, so this show is about letter writing. Um, I'll start with you, Michelle. Have you ever been a, a letter writer? you written a lot of letters or received a lot of letters? Um, when I was uh, in fifth grade, we had a pen pal program. So like... I'm in Milwaukee and there's a smaller town called Manitowoc, Wisconsin, which is probably like two, two and a half hours from here. So, um, so I had another fifth grader that I wrote letters back and forth to. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. Um, but I mean, I'm an email writer now. 
Um, I, you know, I, I think everybody is, but like, I have a, like a couple of friends that I like specifically, you know, write emails to almost, uh, every other day or so. Um, and it's kind of like that kind of relationship, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. I think some people have adapted the way that they used to write letters into emails and mm-hmm. other people haven't. And um, yeah. so it's good that you still write letters to people like that. And I also think a lot of people had those enforced pen pal programs when they were mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. I can remember my pen pal was called Saul and he lived about 30 minutes away from my house in a little <laughs> town called Danby in the North York Mars. Um, <laughs> and I think we wrote about three letters and then met and then that was it. <laughs> um, Emma, how about you? Um, have letters played a big part in your life? Um, I, I mean, similarly, really, uh, pen pal, um, when I was a teenager, uh, with, um, somebody who lived in France, um, my granddad was a big letter writer. So I, that, yeah, I kind of associate letters with my granddad, actually. Um, he, yeah, big letter writer and, and actually we corresponded quite a lot in, by letter, um, when I was doing my degree, cause, um, my granddad was so clever and he w- was a teacher and all of that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I was just writing all of this stuff, you know, about like feminism, communism, all of this stuff. And then, and then granddad would say, well, send it to me and I'll proofread it. Mm-hmm. And so like, I kind of like, we'd correspond over his like feedback to me and, um, uh, but you know, very useful. They're very lovely. <laughs> yeah, I think that's another thing. Like a lot of people, their elderly relatives, like writing letters was a big thing. And that. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah. Now on with the improvisation part of the show. So I'm going to give you a scenario, and then we're going to um, hear a correspondence between two characters. And your scenario today is: you have both been found out that you are going to be astronauts on the mission to Mars, and so you're going to be with each other locked in a spaceship for four years and before you go you start writing letters to each other to work out whether that's going to work or not dear maggie can you believe this? Exclamation mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation mark. This is going to be so, oh, 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 amazing to be with you, my hero. On a rocket, in a capsule, through the stratosphere. <sighs> wow. Beyond the moon. I cannot wait, Maggie to spend this time with you. (sighs) Write me your best and worst habit 
so I can accommodate myself to it before we depart lots of yeah I'll say love I think I love Maggie already and respect lots of love and respect Sarah P.S. my worst habit is eating other people's food. Sarah, it's so lovely to get your letter. Thank you so much. I appreciate you wanting to get some things straight before we blast off into the stratosphere. When we were back at the academy, I remember that for a brief time, we roomed together before the other cadets got there. And I remember that you would often take my food. <laughs> so I was aware of that habit. That doesn't really bother me. <laughs> However, since we will be there for four years, seven months, three days, 16 hours, and if calculations are correct, 34 seconds, I should probably tell you that when you floss your teeth at night, it makes a squeaking noise that drives me round the bend. I can't believe I wrote that. Okay. I just thought it best I tell you now and not wait until we are up there. You do have lovely teeth. My worst habit is, as you probably already know, I sleep with my eyes open. It tends to creep people out because they cannot tell if I am asleep or 
if I am awake. So hopefully that's not a problem. <laughs> and my best habit is that I know how to drive the ship. <laughs> well, please do share any other thoughts, feelings, or concerns you have prior to takeoff. It is quite a long time that we'll be together, and I do wish to make the absolute best of it. Love, hugs, kisses, care, and eyes open. Maggie. Dear Maggie, oh yes, your eyes, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, OMG, exclamation mark. I remember being so, oh, 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 freaked by your eyes open at first. Then I remember <laughs> bringing in the other cadets to look at, this sounds creepy, to look at you whilst you were sleeping, exclamation mark. <laughs> okay, in brackets, I actually charged a small fee for this sneaky peek. And that's how I saved to buy you those Puma sneakers. <clears throat> My teeth. Okay. I confess. My flossing is disgusting. I apologize in advance. It has not improved since then. However, do you have those super cool headphones that NASA issued, they cancel all sound, 100%. So maybe wear those? Hmm. Here's my biggest fear. 
I am scared that I'll miss my cat, who you remember is called Flossie. Any advice? Can't wait to see you. Sarah. <laughs> oh, yes, I do remember Flossie. <laughs> Dear Sarah, <laughs> yes, I do remember your cat, Flossie. Uh, I will give you some advice about that in just a moment. Thank you for reminding me about the Bose noise-canceling headphones that I can get through NASA. I'd forgotten that we could get those free for our mission. That should take care of the flossing issue. Thank you. Wow, uh, I loved those pumas that you bought for me. I didn't know that I'd become essentially a sideshow act, but I suppose it was worth it. Flossie, what a sweet cat. I know that they've been around with you for over 18 years, maybe 20 by now. Well, I know it will be tough. I know that it can't be easy. Thank you for sharing that with me. That was really vulnerable. This is such an exciting mission and truly a groundbreaking one as well. It's easy to get swept up in the excitement of it all, <laughs> the recognition of it all, everyone wanting us to succeed and gather more knowledge for the world that we live in. I understand that. It's like sometimes they forget that we're humans as well with lives that we're leaving behind for four years, seven months, 16 days, a few hours and 34 seconds. It's as if they forget that when we come back, life will have gone on for that amount of time. But for us, it's really a lot of the same every day and we just have each other. So for Flossie, I would say 
Make sure you do lots of special things before you leave. Spend as much time as you possibly can. Make sure that Flossie understands that you love them and that you will be back. I understand that a cat that is 18 years old may or may not be here when we get back. But I think spending the extra time and maybe giving a little extra catnip might help. Sorry. That's all I can think of. I hope that helps a little bit. I guess my biggest fear, since you shared yours, is that Brad will leave me. I know that sounds silly, <laughs> but four years, seven months, 16 hours, and 34 seconds is a long time to wait for someone. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure we'll get on perfectly. Who knows? But do you have any advice? Maggie. Dear Maggie, thank you for sharing your fears and thoughts about Brad. He loves you with his entire soul. I know it. He will, underlined, be there for you when we get back. I mean, who wouldn't, right? You're amazing and brilliant and he's an idiot if he doesn't wait. I'd wait for you. In the meantime, <laughs> Spend time. Do what you said I should do with Flossie. <sighs> Big breath. Flossie passed. last week. But I'm okay. I'm okay. I will see you in final 
training next month and Maggie I can't think of anyone else I'd rather be stuck in a capsule with for four years seven months 16 days few hours and 34 seconds lots of love Sarah P.S. Should I get a puppy? Question mark. Brackets. Too soon? Question mark. Dear Sarah, we did it. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Four years. <laughs> Seven months. <laughs> 16 hours, some days I can't remember, and 34 seconds. We did it. We made it. <laughs> wow, that was incredible. We gained so much more knowledge for everyone. What we were able to send back has helped us grow as a world, as a nation, as a country. We made history. We did it. Well, as you know, there was a scandal with Brad and it was very public. Astronaut's boyfriend seen out with many ladies. So <laughs> that ended, which is fine. Sarah, I don't think I've ever said this to you, but I think you're my best mate, my best friend. And it's not just because we spent almost five years together in a capsule. It's because you cared enough to buy me those Pumas when we were cadets. It's because <laughs> even though it was weird, you still made it cool that I sleep with my eyes open, even though my eyes get so dry. It's because so many reasons I don't even have words for. I just really appreciate you and thank you for being there for me through thick, through thin, 
through my mother passing while we were away as well. Just everything. <laughs> There's literally no one else in the world who can understand what we went through. And I wouldn't want anyone else to understand. You're the perfect person. So I know I'll be fine without Brad. I'll meet someone else. <laughs> but I'm really happy that you're my best mate. Thank you. How are you doing? Welcome home, Maggie. Dear Maggie, you astound me. I'm pissed off at Brad. What a dope. I am so grateful to you for being there for me too. I haven't adapted well to our return, as you know. But the respite hospital's fine. I've got everything I need here. And thank you for sending me my very own Puma sneakers. The nurses are jealous. I've planted a rose bush for your mum. So when you visit me again, I'll show you. It's in bloom. Love you lots. Sarah. And that was the last letter in correspondence. And actually, after Sarah got out of the hospital, she went to live with Maggie because they realised that they were better together in a little capsule on Earth. Thank you very much, guys. That was lovely. That was so fun. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs>
So um, the only thing left to the show is can can you tell us where people might be able to find you on the internet if they want if you want to be found anywhere? <laughs> uh, we'll start with you, Emma. Um, yes, uh, and thank you for um, uh, having me on your beautiful podcast, Improv Pen Pals. It was I just, I'm a, such a big fan. It's such a great. Um, yeah, it's such a great thing, Owen. So thank you, and to have to do this with Michelle, yay! <laughs> it was like yay. I was so happy. Um, people can find me at Liverpool Comedy Improv on Facebook and um, the other ones, <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> you know, so yeah, Liverpool Comedy Improv. Um, yeah, drop me a note, sign up to classes, come and see a show. Uh, you know, I'm happy to share your stuff as well. So if you want me to share anything, please get in touch. Perfect. Thank you. And Michelle, how about yourself? Where can people find your improvisation online? Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm on most of the social media. Also, this was really cool to do with Emma too. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how I would have done if it was anybody else, honestly. Um, but yeah, I'm on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is Michelle J. Gilliam uh, at Improv MKE uh, is my business uh, page, as well as on Twitter and Instagram as well. And, uh, uh, or at uh, Missy G L I L Q T is my uh, just personal handle on Twitter and uh, Instagram as well. Perfect. Thank you very much. So check out Liverpool Comedy Improv, check out Improv MKE, and this has been Pen Pals Improv. Thank you for listening to Pen Pals Improv, the improvised celebration of letter writing. Today's guests were Michelle Gilliam and Emma Bird, and your host was Owen Scrivens. The music was written and performed by Matthew Nicholson. If you have enjoyed listening to this podcast, please tell your friends. And don't forget, keep writing letters to people. Thank you.